What is going on, everybody? We are in. We are ready for season two, episode. Ooh, episode two, episode three. Already made a mistake. We are off to an awesome start here. Happy Monday, everybody. Uh, we are back. Uh, another episode of the Betting on the Rocks podcast on the GTD Sports Network. I'm your host, Zach Rieger, here with my beautiful whiskey. Got some nice uh, Redemption Rye going. Uh, you know, switching up, I had the bullet last week. So, you know, we're getting a little bit, you know. It's uh, almost fall. Probably going to go get some uh, get some new, uh, new... There's always some good fall stuff that comes out with whiskey. So I'll probably get a good one here shortly. Uh, something new, you know, something different. I haven't tried any recommendations. Uh, would love to hear them. Um, ooh. It's good. It's good. Been a long week already, and it is Monday. Uh, hope you guys got through, or I mean, I hope you more than got through. I hope you enjoyed your day. Um, hope you enjoyed your Monday. It wasn't just a get through day. I unfortunately got through it, um, but here we are, looking looking great. We got Monday Night Football coming up. Uh, I'm gonna give my picks for that. Went a little overboard, but uh, you know that happens. Uh, Sunday night went 2-0, uh, so kept things small there and had some success, um, so this is probably going to end pretty poorly, but I hope, uh, you know, stay tuned to find out. Um, I'm also going to be hitting on, so I'm going to recap this weekend, uh, you, you know, then I'll talk some Monday Night Football, like I said, then we're going to look ahead. Last week, I talked pretty much just NFL. Um, this week, we're going to get some college in there. Little college look ahead, little NFL look ahead. I mean, we're we're in the heart of October now. It's October 11th. We're that this is Sports Central, Sports Mania. MLB playoffs are going on. My Cardinals are out, but that's okay. Uh, Wayne Wright still cashes over on strikeouts, so you know we'll take the wins where we can get them. <laughs> um, let, let's just dive right in. And uh, first thing I want to note for this recap: Georgia is the number one college football team in the country and it's not close i don't know who number two is no we thought of i was saying that last week but i thought georgia and bama were at least still in the same tier that is no longer the case now that alabama lost to texas a&m which is just hilarious because that was a i feel like that was a big game where a lot of people thought they were preseason a lot of people thought that that would be one of the games going into college station thought they might lose that one Texas A&M starts the season looking terrible, looking atrocious. Um, and then it was like, okay, Bama's going to destroy it, as Alabama always does. And then out of nowhere, uh, Texas A&M comes through for the big game. Good for Jimbo. He's going to be a vegan now. So that's that's huge. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty much Georgia. That, then it gets funky. It's hard to come up with. Iowa is now number two. They were number three. They beat Penn State. Uh, won me money. I was on Iowa minus two and a half. You know, probably shouldn't have won that game. They were outplayed until uh, Clifford went out. But I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fall to win. Not gonna be upset over a Dubsky. So, uh, you know, lot, lot going with Iowa. You know, it, it's tough to call them the number two team in the country, though. They deserve it 100% with the rankings, the way the system works. But when you're doing a power rankings, it's kind of hard. Uh oh! Breaking news: Trey Lance left has a left knee sprain, leaving his availability in question for the Colts game. Well, I mean, we'll see. Jimmy G, I know they were thinking it was maybe out just a week, so that might be a non-factor. But whew, still interesting. Sorry, but yeah, it's hard to come up with power rankings. Who's number two? Is it Cincinnati? Is it Ohio State? Who, after losing to Oregon, is looking great now? You know, is it still Alabama? It could be. You know, it, it it's tough. You know, I, I don't even know who the new number three is. That's that's a very good question. Um, new number three. I am blanking on these um these rankings. Let's see. Let's see. Live reaction. What is it? College football top twenty-five. Let's see. I haven't seen the update. Yeah, so since he's three, I like that. 
Uh, I feel like I knew that actually. Cincy three, Oklahoma four, Oklahoma. That's another one. They're undefeated, and their freshman quarterback looked like a stud. That's who we thought Spencer Rattler was going to be this year. Like he looked insane. One that that was another one I was on. You know the good side of uh, Oklahoma. <laughs> um, oh, minus three and a half over Texas, so that was big. Uh, and that game, you know. That's pretty tough because, yeah, Ohio State, Penn State, if they had Clifford, they'd be right there. Oregon, you know, they lost to Stanford now in overtime. It's tough. I love it. It's chaos. I I absolutely love it, especially with college football. Love the chaos. Um, Yeah, but that uh, Oklahoma game kind of brings me to my next takeaway from this weekend. And this weekend was a huge reminder in college and NFL that games are not over until they are officially over. Like, it it was a long weekend. Um, having Ole Miss and Texas, the Ole Miss game, the Texas game go back-to-back. Um, it was exciting uh, for a betting man. It was uh, took a few years off my life, but that's okay. We'll talk about that another time. Luckily, I was able to split. I had Ole Miss and I had Oklahoma. But this game, Ole Miss drives on the field, scores a touchdown with a, over a minute left, over a minute left against Arkansas. And Arkansas drives down the field. They throw it out of bounds. They throw it back of the end zone after they move the ball down the field. And there was a second left. I don't know how there was a second left, but there was somehow a second left. Of course, Arkansas gets the touchdown. I'm like, okay. Minus five and a half, we have overtime. We have overtime. It's fine. Sam Pittman has his own his own thoughts. And as a football fan, it's kind of hard because I love when teams go for two and go for the win. Like, that's one of the things I love and think teams should do more. So it's kind of hard when uh, you're on the other side and just completely just my bet, Boyd, just lost. Uh, just did not matter at that point, win or lose. And I'm glad they missed because that's what they get for costing me money. So um, that game, and then also go to Oklahoma. Oklahoma's down. I gave up. I didn't stop watching, but I, you know, gave up. I was switched through the games and I had Ole Miss Arkansas on the TV. And then, you know, on my laptop, I'd have Texas, Oklahoma. Oh, it goes to commercials. I'd switch to some of my other games. Uh, it wasn't the one, it wasn't the staple. And Oklahoma, all of a sudden, I I was kind of off it for a little bit. Get on Twitter, see all these messages, like, wait a sec. No way. Go and I see Rattler's, Rattler's not even in the game. It's this uh, this kid, number 13, um, you know, looking like a freshman, and then just comes in and looks like the complete opposite of a freshman. And... He played lights out. Like I said earlier, literally the, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Caleb Williams. I knew, I knew it was kind of a, knew it was a simple name. Caleb Williams. Wow. He played lights out just all over. Like I said, what we thought Spencer Rattler was going to be. And he, they're moving on the field, and I, I was pissed about this one, too. I thought this was an L right after I, I lost the Oklahoma or the Ole Miss heartbreak. Right after I lost the Ole Miss heartbreak, all of a sudden Oklahoma's got the ball. They're moving on the field, and it's like, okay, they're going to kick a field goal. My minus three and a half is toast. It is garbage. And guess what? They break away somehow a 30-yard touchdown run. <laughs> My jaw dropped. It was on the floor. I was like, we did it. I got a win. <laughs> So back-to-back examples uh, of just games are not over until they officially are. That's with betting. That's also just with games. I didn't have any action in the Virginia Tech-Notre Dame game. I was kind of leaning uh, Virginia Tech, but it was ultimately a no play for me. Virginia Tech was up eight with like three minutes left in regulation and lost Notre Dame. Then you get to the NFL. Carolina was up till what seemed like three minutes left in the game when Jalen Hurst decided to, you know, actually do something. Detroit. Both ways, all of a sudden, Alexander Masson fumbles. Detroit gets a touchdown. They go for two. They get it. The opposite of Arkansas. And then uh, <laughs> we know what's next. The Lions lose in Lions fashion. But, hey, they covered my, plus 10. So now 
I said last week that the Lions are going to be the team that I just continued to bet on. And now that I got a win with them, I don't know if that's a good thing. So I can be like, okay, I won with them. I can, you know, ease off on betting. Or if I just want to kind of keep betting them now since they have won me money. So it's tough, man. Dan Campbell tearing up after it. That is that is hype. That's that's what you want out of a coach. The Lions have a lot of work to do. They've been a terrible organization for a minute. But I mean, Dan Campbell's a hell of a coach. He's he's gonna <laughs> if uh, things continue to go wrong in the next few years for the Lions, it is not his fault. That is for sure. But they've gotten locked up for like six years, so uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And then we all know Green Bay. That game, no one wanted to win. No one wanted that game to be over. <laughs> they just kept kicking five straight misses between the two kickers. Unbelievable. Which leads me to my third and final point of this weekend recap kickers suck like <laughs> this week the amount of extra points that were missed the and i mean it wasn't just the green bay cincinnati game that was the epitome of this weekend the epitome of my point but um man they just they were missing everything short field goals extra points so many extra points were missed i know in the Three straight extra points were missed to start the uh, uh, New England and uh, Houston game. Like it was twelve to six with three touchdowns scored. That what? Like absolutely crazy. Um, man, be sure to tune in. I'm about to tweet it out again. Um, you know, GTD uh, Sports. Go follow them on Twitter at GTD underscore Sports. Uh, I'm retweeting cause I am live now and yeah, you know, their Twitter, their YouTube, their Twitch, GTD sports, uh, an awesome network. Uh, so happy to be a part of it. Uh, the betting on the rocks podcast, uh, it's really, really enjoying it. It's, it is great. Okay. Enough of that. Put the phone down. So that was that was my weekend recap from a little bit got a little bit of betting in there. Um a little bit not, but college, you know, I had my first losing Saturday, went four, six, and one, uh, six, six, and one total. Followed it up with a four and five day. So trending in the bad direction. Like I said, October has been spooky. My late August to September, probably the greatest run I've had as a gambler. So uh, you know, was kind of due for some regression. So, uh, I mean, still hitting four out of five or going four and five, not great, you know, not in the green, but, uh, definitely could be worse. At least I haven't, you know, knock on wood, haven't hit, uh, terrible, uh, terrible cold streak. Uh, but that might come here soon too. So you never know. Uh, but yeah, four and five, uh, I'll read through my picks. Uh, pretty briefly, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to talk about the past. We want to focus on the future. We want to future focus on the present. Um, let's get, but I mean, college football, I'm still hitting 61% on the year. I'm 40, um, yeah, 45, 29 and two this year. So hitting at 61, uh, you know, still, still hitting, uh, but yeah, so hit Oklahoma minus three and a half. Georgia minus 14 and a half. They won by 24. They're just that team. Uh, Liberty minus 19 and a half and Iowa minus two and a half. Lost the heartbreaker at Ole Miss. Lost Rutgers plus four and a half. I still like Rutgers a lot. You know, that one lost. That, that was one of those ones where you put in, you feel good about it, but it's like if it loses, you know, you're supposed to lose. So I like Rutgers a lot. Western Kentucky minus three. Um, that, that was a tough one. I love Western Kentucky. Love UTSA. And the public was on UTSA as a public dog. And just thinking about Western Kentucky's offense, I just had to roll with uh, the Hilltoppers there. Uh, did me a little dirty, but, you know, no worries. Um, Nebraska plus two and a half. They fumbled, and that is the last time I bet on Nebraska. I said that earlier in the season when I they were my only loss. I went four and one on the opening Saturday. And... Um, yeah, Nebraska minus seven against Illinois was my only loss. This one felt felt kind of good about it, you know, against 
uh, Michigan. You know, at home, Nebraska's, you know, been pretty good against the spread and, you know, have played a lot better. They fumble, of course, and should have won that game, but whatever it is, what it is. And then Memphis plus three and a half got an L on that. Now, four, four and five. Um, four and five. Go to the NFL, where I've been struggling. I need to get my against the spread record because, yeah. Hitting at 45 right now, which is just unacceptable. Not great. But that includes a lot of props. And it's nights like tonight where I just go prop heavy on these primetime games where it's, you know, I, I won't see my uh, against the spread totals. I, I can go in and look at that. It's still probably not great. It's probably around there. But, you know, uh, early on, I Detroit plus 10 got that dub. That was fantastic. Loved it. Loved the Lions. Green Bay minus three went through all of that for a push. I can't believe they brought Crosby back out there again. Uh, thought they would have gone for it, but you know, it is what it is. I'll take a push, whatever. Uh, then Carolina minus three. My best bets, my bets are doing good. My bets are doing fine. My best bets are struggling. When I love a team, it's it has not gone well. So I, I don't know how to take that. You know, these teams that I love, do I just go the opposite than just the ones that I kind of like? Just keep rolling with that. Do not know. Uh, The biggest LOL of my NFL season so far, Browns and Chargers under 46 and a half. (laughs) Under 46 and a half. I mean, the the L.A. Stadium, the new one in Inglewood, it's it's been an under stadium so far. Uh, I thought this game... Uh, you know, I knew points would be scored, but, you know, Cleveland's defense has been awesome, and the Chargers have a very good defense, too. I thought this would maybe be like a 21-17, you know, 28, um, you know, 28-14-ish, maybe. You know, some, some along those lines, you know. Touchdowns will be scored, but I thought it just seemed like an under game to me. And boy, was I wrong. Awesome game, though. And, you know, as an under better, I got to at least enjoy it because I gave up on the under real quick. You know, it was kind of the first quarter, and I'm like, okay, it's not looking great. And then it hit early third quarter, I think. So then I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to enjoy this game. And it was back and forth, and it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, so that one was just kind of whatever. Then 2-0 and on Sunday night. Josh Allen over two and a half passing touchdowns at plus money. That was awesome. And then Bill's money line. Easy money, very easy money. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll get there overall on the Sunday. Went three, three, two, and one. So a positive day there, very positive day. Um, let's get to some Monday night action, some Monday night props. You know, there's let's see, ho ho ho, Monday night plays. Look at that. Fancy, very fancy. Oh, yeah. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. I am at Zach Rieger 18. You can follow uh, the Betting on the Rocks podcast Twitter page. That's where all the plays go. And then my personal, that's where all the emotion is shown. So uh, good or bad, the emotion is shown. Uh, so be sure at Zach Rieger 18 and at Betting Rocks pod. And once again, don't forget GTD underscore sports on Twitter. So uh let me pull up these plays like i said went a little overboard but that is not a problem not a problem at all oh i already retweeted with that i'm gonna retweet it with the betting on the rocks account no yeah let's get some more viewers in here the one viewer shout out to you feel free to comment you know tag along would love to hear some thoughts but other than that, you know, we're we're just gonna be talking. You know, just me and the whiskey. I can I can talk for days. That has never been an issue. So my Monday night plays. Oh boy. So we'll start with just the most basic pick. Ravens my seven and a half. Um the Colts are not good. The Ravens are pretty good. Uh this could be a trap line, but the Ravens are home. And uh, Cook got him at minus seven, got him at minus seven and a half. Um, but I got it minus 105, so a little bit better odds there. Um, 
So I'll, I'll take it my seven and a half. I think they win by a couple touchdowns. I don't think it's relatively close. And I think you'll see my prop bets that, uh, you know, how similar or how I really think it's going to go. Uh, all right. Lamar, that's not just because I have him in a fantasy league where I need uh, 40 points. I think he goes over. He's gone over uh, his prop. I think every week he's gone over his prop. I think I'm pretty sure he's gone over. I got at 230 and a half. I've seen it now up to 232 and a half, 233 and a half. I got at 230 and a half. Love that for passing yards. And then his two primetime, his two other primetime games, he's hit over 68 and a half yards. And that's why I'm expecting this game too. I think he's going to, now have to run around a little bit. He hasn't hit it in the past two games, uh, but I think he can hit 69 yards. That will be very nice. Um, Jonathan Taylor, he will be under 60 and a half yards, I think, with the Ravens being up in this game. I think it's going to be a big Naheem Hines game. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has not... Uh, let me pull him up real quick. No, he hit 60 last last week with the Dolphins. Um, but other than that, you know, he's been, let, let me pull up his official. Yeah, so he hit 64 against Tennessee, hit 103 last week. He had the big week. But before that, 51 and 56. And the Ravens' rush defense is a million times better than the Tennessee and Miami one. So I think he can still get a lot of carries and not hit 60 yards. And uh, like I said, I think Naheem Hines will be on the field more in this one. Uh, so like Jonathan Taylor under a lot uh sammy watkins over 41 and a half sammy watkins has slowly been a very reliable target a very reliable target for um uh lamar jackson uh i kind of was looking at his touchdown prop a little bit but he's hit over 41 and a half yards every single week he had 96 44 68 49 he's gotten at least seven targets every game Pretty much right on the dot with seven. I uh, got eight in week one. You know, four catches. Pretty steady stat lines. You know, 40, uh, you know, four catches for 45 yards. Four catches for 68 yards. You know, very kind of in that range is what he's going to be. So over 41 and a half, uh, I think that's a lock. Michael Pittman, this dude has been getting targeted so much, especially if they get down in this game. He's going to be targeted even more. Over four and a half catches should be a lock. My reception totals have been awesome so far. This dude, since week one, 12 targets, 12 targets, eight targets. I think he'll probably get like 10 targets this game. He is going to get looks. And so if he can't turn 10 targets into five catches, that I can't help you, brother. Cannot. Uh, so like that one a lot. How I, br- <laughs> how I brought up Lamar Jackson, how I need him to get 40 points. It's not just him that I need to get 40 points. And this bet has burdened me just about every week, but it has to happen. It literally has to happen. Mark Andrews, anytime touchdown, plus 135. I've been burnt. I think I've bet his prop twice, maybe even three times. Lamar, at least this is at least the third time that I've bet his anytime touchdown. and. He's a good tight end. He's getting targets. He gets yards. He just hasn't been using the red zone as much, but he's, he's he doesn't have any touchdowns yet on the season. It has to happen. Absolutely has to happen. Um, do, 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 do. Let's get these official stats. Yeah. Five targets, five targets, seven targets, eight targets. So his targets are going up. And he's had five catches the last three games. His reception prop is right there at four and a half. Uh, could could hit the over. It will be close. Uh, but I I think this is the week. And this is the game. Monday night at home. He gets his first touchdown of the season. Uh, his usage has been going up. And that this is the week. And like I said, back with my fantasy. You know, I need Lamar and uh, Mark Andrews to combine four. 40 points. It's doable. Uh, it's not a not a guarantee, not a lock, but, you know, 30 from Lamar, 10 from Andrews. You know, just got to get that touchdown at plus 135. 
Uh, the, this is the week. And then just scrolling, you know, let's find a fun bet. Let's find a not-so-common bet. Um, I don't even know how many books this is on, but I found it, and it's a fun one. Longest field goal, over 46 and a half yards. I like that a lot. In a game with Rodrigo Blankenship, in a game with Justin Tucker, I need a field goal of at least 47 yards. At least just one hit. A 47-yard attempt goes in, 47 or beyond, a 50-yarder. Give me that. Both of them are more than capable to hit that. And this is a game where it, it could, I could see it happening. You know, the Colts get stopped. You know, they need some points. They kick a field goal. Ravens go down. They need a field goal. You know, they have Justin Tucker. They, they don't, they go for it if they need to, but they have Justin Tucker. If it's like fourth and medium and it's kind of that fringe territory, do I kick it? Do I go for it? It's kind of tough. You kick it with Justin Tucker. Love that a lot at minus 115. Just kind of a fun one. Something different. Haven't bet a field goal prop, but over 46 and a half yards. Love that. So one more time, I'll read through my way too many plays. Please don't judge me or do. I don't care. Ravens my seven and a half. Lamar. Jackson over 230 and a half passing yards. Lamar Jackson over 68 and a half rushing yards. Jonathan Taylor under 60 and a half yards. Sammy Watkins over 41 and a half yards. Michael Pittman over four and a half receptions. Mark Andrews anytime touchdown plus 135. And the longest field goal in this game to be over 46 and a half yards. Whew. Love it. We're starting here soon. We're a little over an hour until kickoff, and so I'm just going to have some whiskey and just enjoy. We're going to sit back. We're going to enjoy this game. Hopefully enjoy it. Uh, you know, got a lot, a lot of different pieces. I don't know the last time I've had this many plays in a single game, but, you know, here we are. Here we are. It's Monday. It's a new week. Need a nice positive week. So let's look ahead to this next week, this next weekend. Thank you, Sunbelt. Sunbelt, I love you, Sunbelt. I love you, Sunbelt. I love you. Tuesday night, college football. Maction doesn't start till November. That Tuesday, Wednesday slate. So thank you, Sunbelt. A Tuesday night college football game. Love it. Should be going to App State versus Louisiana Lafayette. The spread on this one is App State minus three and a half. And that's where I'm going with this one. That's 100% where I'm going with this one. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette, they have not been very good. They're 1-4 against the spread despite um, despite their 4-1 and one record. But 1-4 against the spread. And they they played close with some not-so-good Sunbelt teams. You know, beating Georgia Southern close. Um, I'm blanking on their other one. I apologize Blanking on their other one, ULL. I, I had it up earlier. Yeah, beating yeah Georgia Southern by eight, beating Louisiana or beating South Alabama by two. Those are both kind of bomb dwellers right now in the Sun Belt. Georgia Southern used to be you know top of the Sun Belt, but they've they're they've been struggling this year. Uh, so they're hosting App State. Uh, like App State a lot. I think they're the better team by a lot. And I think they cover this game. And I just love it. Once again, thank you, Sunbelt. And it's not like they're throwing out, you know, the Georgia Southerns and the South Alabamas. They're throwing out two good teams. You know, they're both uh, towards the top of their division in the Sunbelt. App State, Louisiana. Should be, a, should be a pretty good game. I think App State wins. Uh, I, I, I don't think it's a blowout, but I think they win comfortably. Uh I think they win comfortably over uh, Louisiana, and it'll definitely be over the three and a half. Um, like like Appalachian State a lot. Love Appalachian State a lot. Um, let's see. So, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, App State, 4-1. Only trails Coastal Carolina, which is to be expected. They're going to win the Sun Belt. The Louisiana, 4-1 as well, leading Group B. So, yeah, should should be a good game, you know, hosting in Louisiana. But go App State, uh, like them a lot, minus three and a half. 
Uh, Tuesday football. It is it is beautiful. Let me tell you. Literally tomorrow, tomorrow night, I will be watching college football and betting, and it is going to be fantastic. Love that. Love that. Love that. Thank you, Sunbelt, for uh, taking it upon yourself. <laughs> I lit up when I saw that when I was prepping for this. I was looking through. All right, what are a few of the games I kind of want to talk about with college? You know, this look ahead now that we're a half hour in, which, you know, normally I'll do a half hour show. Maybe I'll do an hour show today. I don't know. You know, it's it's my show. I get to decide. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, wow. The line just moved from nearly a couple hours ago. It's now App State minus five. Wow. Still going to take App State, but wow. Okay. Moved live on this show. I saw it three and a half before this. Now it's minus five. Still like App State. It does not change that, but no. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> um, let's see where are some of these other games. Thursday, Thursday with college. I don't know. I might do Marshall minus 11. That one kind of caught my eye a little bit. Go to Friday, some early leans. I like Oregon, minus 13 and a half against Cal. And that's come from a guy who likes Cal, a guy who's bet on Cal, a guy who's made money on Cal. And I like them. But Oregon, they're coming off a bye, coming off that overtime loss against Stanford. They're going to be pissed off. They're going to be ready to go. And uh, they just, they're a team, they've always played so much better at home. So them hosting Cal, a good Cal team, a Cal team that I don't think gets an, enough credit because I think they are good um but yeah i think i think oregon rolls them uh i think they win by at least two touchdowns they're they're gonna come out swinging because oregon just lost like they cannot lose again uh i talked earlier on another podcast mentioning you know oregon they're at the point with how chaotic college football is this year you can you can get in there with a loss and then they lost to stanford okay there's your loss if you win out You'll be fine. Win out, win the Pac-12, Oregon, you are fine. You will make the playoff. But, you know, we'll we'll see if that's we'll see if that's doable. I think um I think they cakewalk. Uh they think they uh beat Cal pretty pretty well. Um another one I like Friday, Syracuse plus 14 against Clemson. Syracuse is home. They're in the dome. Oh, like they're Syracuse's defense has not been great. They've given up, you know, over 30 points, but it's college, you know, it happens. Um do, 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 do. La, I, I just like Syracuse, Clemson. I, I've won some good money, you know, fading Clemson against the spread, and just with Syracuse being at home in the dome, the dome will be rocking. And I I think Syracuse can I, I don't think Syracuse wins, but you know, lose by a couple touchdowns at home. Might be kind of tough because Clemson, Clemson is still struggling, still trying to figure things out. Gotten a little better, scored a few more points, but still overall, you know, it's uh, not great. Not great for them. This whiskey is feeling nice. Happy Monday again, everybody. Whew. Hope you guys all have a great week and uh, having a good day so far. Uh Hopefully you had a good start to the week, and now you can listen in and tune in. Um, let's get into a few of the Saturday games that caught my eye. Cincy, minus 19.5 against UCF. UCF. This UCF team is not the UCF team of, you know, last year, a couple years ago. They're they're just not as good. Uh, their atmosphere is still awesome when they're home. But, you know, Cincy's at home now. and. You know, I could see this line moving a little bit because I could see a lot of people jumping on Cincy right now. Um, since he's 4-1 against the spread, UCF is an abysmal 1-4. and four. And like I said, they just kind of looked bad. Um, then, you know, like I said, since he's the home team. Um, and a really great point that I've heard and that I agree with full hard. So, wholeheartedly, if I could talk, is Cincinnati, yes, they're number three right now. Yes, they need to keep winning. They need to win out, which they can do. But they can't just win out. They need to annihilate teams. They need to destroy teams. And if they're going to destroy teams, this is this is one they have to do. UCF still has a little name value. Still, still, There's still a little sexiness when you talk about UCF. You still think 
of the national championship UCF team, the team that beat Auburn uh in that bowl game you know you you think UCF that's a good team good good franchise or good um good program you know they they still have a little name value even though they haven't shown it this year this is a game that they need to destroy they destroyed Temple last week obviously UCF is still better than Temple um but they need to come out and they need to beat UCF by over 20 and I think they do that I think they're able to do that as well I don't think it's going to be a sweat to do that. I don't know how UCF's going to score on Cincy uh, with that defense. And their offense can put up points with Desmond Ritter. So, uh, like Cincy, minus 19 and a half a lot. Might get on that one early. Uh, I have not placed any of these yet. Um, the only plays that I've officially placed are my Monday night ones. These are all just kind of leans, but might place out in a little bit earlier. I might not wait for Friday night for that one. Now, this next one, love. Love, love, love Rutgers plus one against Northwestern. Yes, they're on the road. Yes, whatever. Rutgers, Rutgers are kind of my lines in the NFL. They're a team that plays really hard and they're fun to root for. And yes, I bet them last week. Yes, they lost against Michigan State. They were supposed to lose against Michigan State. Now they're plus one against Northwestern, a Northwestern team that is abysmal. That is just awful. Northwestern's really just getting the bump because they're the home team. That, that's pretty much what it comes down to. It's plus one because they're the home team. Or they're minus, yeah, Northwestern's minus one because they're the home team. Rutgers, I don't think is going to have a problem coming in and taking care of business. They will 100% take care of business. Uh, I think they win this game outright as a plus one underdog pretty much has to, but <laughs> love Rutgers so far. Tulsa minus eight and a half. Uh, like, I like that. You know, Tulsa... They've been kind of tough to bet on, you know, kind of hit or miss. But UCF is so bad. And if you get UCF or a team against U, not UCF, USF, South Florida, a team against USF under 10 and a half, like single digits, I'll take that every day. So like Tulsa a lot. Speaking of Michigan State, kind of like them minus four and a half against Indiana. Indiana's home. They're coming off a bye. But. I'm coming around to Michigan State. I am. Their, their quarterback, Thorne, did not miss a throw to like the third quarter, and it was pissing me off. He just hit every deep throw. You know, Michigan State, they're they're a good team. Uh, no, Texas, minus five and a half. This one scares me because I don't like betting on Texas, but uh, you know, Oklahoma State's not bad, but I kind of said it last week when I was talking about Oklahoma. You know, Texas... They're they're that team where it's like, okay, are they back? Are they good? And then they kind of fall apart. Well, they lost the game. They didn't cover. But they in no way looked like a bad team. Like, yeah, they kind of fell apart towards the end there. But it was your typical Big 12, you know, uh, typical Big 12 uh, shootout. Like, their defense is kind of whatever, but their offense get put up points. They finally have the right quarterback in. So... Kind of leaning Texas right now with um, Arkansas's favored by three and a half right now over Auburn. I would kind of lean Arkansas, but fuck them. You know, they went for two. Not not doing Arkansas. I'm staying away. Don't care. Um, I'm back on Western Kentucky. <laughs> it's been just about every week I bet Western Kentucky. I already kind of talked about my Western Kentucky UTSA, you know, kind of dilemma if you will say, but my 12 and a half against Old Dominion. Old Dominion is, I'm running out of words for bad. I've said abysmal. I've said atrocious. I've said all these bad words. I need to think of more. They they are dog water. They are bad. Um, so West Kentucky, I think, big bounce back game. They're, it's insane. For a one in 14, West Kentucky is so good. And it sounds so weird to say, but they are so good at one in four. So I love that minus 12 and a half. I also said last week that Georgia is to the point where I've already said this podcast, they're the number one team by far, number one team in the country. And and I would love, you know, I almost wish Alabama didn't lose. So if they would play, uh, Bama would be favored. And then, you know, I could hammer Georgia plus money. Um, but you know, is what it is. We'll we'll see what that line comes out to if they play. It'll probably be like three and a half. 
you know, maybe two and a half, um, maybe in Georgia's direction now, uh, which would make me kind of want to bet Bama just because, you know, Bama plus money, that doesn't happen very often. But whatever, we'll worry about that when that happens. Georgia, I said they're at that point, you just bet them every week against the spread, against the number. Vegas called my bluff big time because they're they're playing Kentucky, a good Kentucky team. It was, you know, 14 and a half again, like it was with Auburn. If it was 18 and a half, maybe the line right now is 23 and a half. And I'm not touching that. I think Georgia can win by 24. I think they can. But betting money that it will happen and that's a certainty. That's very tough. That is very tough. Vegas called my bluff on that one. Because th- this isn't like they're playing Vanderbilt. This isn't like they're playing a low-end team. This is Kentucky. This is a top-10 team. Or at least they've played like a top-10 team. So, yeah, 23 and a half. That's very tough. That's that's a lot of points. A lot of points. I get George is awesome, and they've just destroyed everyone. But, man, that that's tough. I, I can't do that. That's a stay-away game for me. Because I, I think Georgia can do it. But it's, it's, it's about probability, and I, I don't know if the probability is that high. Uh, another game like Utah State, my six and a half against UNLV. UNLV is also Garbo, big-time Garbo. Utah State, they're pretty good. They're pretty, pretty good. Um, like them to win by a touchdown, even though they're on the road. And this is one I think I'm going to be – I don't think a lot of people are going to be with me on this one. Uh, Boston College at home plus three against NC State. I like Boston College. Boston College at home is a very, it's a very tough place to play. Boston College is. And uh, this is a later game. It's going to be an outstanding, an incredible atmosphere at BC. And NC State, we saw struggle on the road against Mississippi State. Mississippi State, I think, is better than Boston College. But Boston College is still a good team. Uh, NC State's probably the better team, but I think this atmosphere, be, them being at home, you know, plus plus odds, you know, being the the home dog. I like Boston. Co- that's a spot I love. Boston College's home dogs, you know, NC State. They're they're riding high. They beat Clemson. They deserve to beat Clemson. They're a good team, but so is Boston College. I think they're a good team as well, and I think I think they can hang with them and possibly even beat them. Uh, love Boston College plus three. Ole Miss minus three and a half against Tennessee. I think Ole Miss smokes them. I really do. I'm probably going to be back on Ole Miss, and who knows? He'll probably hurt me again. Uh, they're on the road, but and I mean Knoxville. That's another crazy atmosphere uh, where they'll uh, they'll do very well. But you know, I like Ole Miss to smoke them. Uh, their defense didn't show up against Arkansas. Like their defense has shown up against. Other teams, grand, they haven't played the best, but defense even showed flashes against Alabama. Like, yes, it's Alabama. They're going to score points, but uh, their defense just did not show. Uh, I think their defense might show up against this game. I'm not sold on Tennessee. I really am not. Uh, like Ole Miss, my three and a half a lot. And then the last college game that I kind of looked at, uh, UCLA plus two against Washington. Washington's one and four against the spread. And UCLA is the better team. It's just Washington's at home. And UCLA, you know, hasn't quite lived up to the hype that we thought they were um, the first couple of weeks in. So really like UCLA plus two uh, against Washington. Uh, I think I think UCLA should be the favorite. I really do. So there's there's still college, you know. Just kind of went through, looked at some games that I liked, some games I might lean. Uh, like I said, I haven't placed any yet. Uh, my college plays are normally Friday night, you know, heading into Saturday morning. Uh, same with NFL. I I like to you know wait a little bit, but uh, you know, like to get some in at least the night before in case you know miss the alarm, you know, sleep in a little bit too much, miss miss the eleven o'clock games. Not that that's ever happened before. Never, never would happen. <laughs> um, NFL opening lines. Thursday night game, Tampa at Philly plus seven. Got to lean Tampa there. You know, I know Brady's got the thumb issue right now. I'm not too worried about that. I don't think that's a huge, huge issue. Um, But yeah, so kind of lean that. 
I'll just kind of run through some of these lines. Miami at Jacksonville. Jacksonville's plus three. Houston at Indianapolis, minus 10. Uh, Green Bay at Chicago. Chicago's plus four. Kansas City at Washington. Washington's plus seven and a half. Minnesota, Carolina, and pick them right now. Kind of like the Panthers again, even though they just burned me. Kind of scary, but kind of like the Panthers at home. Uh, Chargers, Ravens, minus two and a half. That is going to be an awesome game. I'm looking forward to just as a football fan to watch that game. Here we go. Cincy at Detroit. Detroit plus three and a half at home. Against Cincy. Joe Burrow. I mean, we'll, we'll see if he plays. He should play, but you know, you never know. Uh, <laughs> that's always fun. I'll probably stay away from that. This was kind of the line I was expecting when I was like, okay, I'm not betting Detroit. Then I saw him at plus 10. They opened at plus 8, but then moved to plus 10. That was an easy hit. Lost by 2. Easy. Uh, Rams at Giants. Giants are plus 10.5 right now. Danny Dimes, a little, little uncertain on if he's going to go or not. This one, I literally have no idea what I'm going to do. Arizona at Cleveland. Cleveland's minus 2.5. This was one of those games where I was like, I actually don't know what I thought. I could see it going both ways. I could be like, I kind of want Cleveland at plus money so I can hammer them. I kind of want Arizona at plus money so I can hammer them. So getting Arizona at plus money. San Francisco figured something out. Their offense could not move the ball. Kyler was shut down. I think he had like seven yards, one yard. Like it, it was something. It was something very minimal rushing yards. He only got me like 10 fancy points. It was bull. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that one, that one's going to be a game time decision. Cause I feel like I have to bet that game. That's one of those games. That's a huge game. I don't know. I don't know. Seeing opening lines. I just do not know. Uh, Las Vegas, uh, at Denver, Denver's minus three, kind of like the Raiders in that one kind of lean, um, Dallas at new England, new England's plus three. Uh, Seattle at Pittsburgh next Sunday night, minus four. And then Buffalo at Tennessee. Tennessee is plus three and a half. Hmm. Lot to a uh, lot to discuss. We're 47 minutes in, almost 48. Now look. Look at us doing good. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, man. I don't even know where to start. I've kind of talked about a few of those while I was going. Buffalo against Tennessee. I know Tennessee's the home team. I'm a Titans fan. So I don't want to make this bet. And I'll probably just bet my team because that's who I am. But Buffalo is going to absolutely annihilate. They're going to destroy the Titans this next Monday night. I'm going to be talking about a week from a week from today, you know, 530 Central Time, 630 Eastern. I will be here again live on the GTD Sports Network talking about this Buffalo, Tennessee game. Now I'll, I'll have my, you know, Titans Union. I don't know. Maybe I'll go Julio. Maybe I'll go Derrick Henry. Maybe a little Kevin Byard. You know, we will see. But man, Tennessee can't stop anybody. They were struggling to stop the Jets. They lost to the Jets. Somehow, and um, Buffalo just put up 38. I guess the Chiefs defense can't stop anybody either. But their Buffalo just puts up points. Their offense is awesome. Their defense is pretty good. And they played in primetime last week, last year. And that was the big Derrick Henry, um, Josh Norman game, the stiff arm game. The Titans, that was supposed to be, you know, kind of a close, good battle. Titans destroyed them. Bills are going to be pissed off. Bills have not forgotten about that game. Bills are going to come pissed off against the Titans. And they're just a better team. Like I, I don't see how... I hope they do. Hope Tennessee comes out and gets a win. I don't know how, you know, Tennessee covers in this one. I really don't see it. Like, I, as a Titans fan, I do not see how they cover. Um... But let, let's see. A few of the other ones that kind of stick out to me. Uh, Seattle-Pittsburgh like Seattle plus four a lot. Um, I know it'll probably be Geno Smith, but he did not look bad. And now he's got a week of preparation. Uh, Steelers without Juju. You know, that's a, that's literally a non-factor. 
I don't think that's an issue. Like Seattle plus four a good amount. Um, Dallas is the only undefeated team against the spread this year. Um, on the road, on the road in New England. I don't know where I'm going to go with that one either. I kind of want to go New England. I know they just played close with the Texans, but I'm, call me crazy. I kind New England might be the play. Um, it's very hard for me to, you know, bet on Dallas, but it is what it is. Um, Houston plus ten against the Colts. I love, absolutely love. Houston is just covering and covering and covering. They're not, they're not a good team by any means, but they're not as bad as we thought coming in. Just because they went out and got so much better in depth, which is kind of laughable for, uh, you know, when you're building a team, you know, building a franchise, a team that needs a future that doesn't really have a future. Um, but they just got a ton of veteran presence that, you know, it's still a little talent. And, you know, they're they're competing. They're they're competing. So the Colts being a double digit favorite, I don't I think we'll see that more tonight. They should not be a double digit favorite. Uh, maybe that line moves. After what we see tonight, I don't know. Dolphins against Jacksonville. Uh, my uh, stay away game for the week. <laughs> uh, not touching that one. Um, I like the Chargers. I like the Chargers plus three and a half against Baltimore. I really do. Kind of like kind of like the Raiders plus three. Like it, like a lot of dogs. I'm liking some dogs uh in NFL but you know we'll see my NFL game got to uh got to get it going it is not not where it needs to be um but we're we're over 50 minutes we got under an hour until Monday night football kicks off Colts Ravens got a lot of plays i still got to tweet them out still got to tweet them out so go follow at betting rocks pod um to catch the plays, you know, maybe I'll have a cool gif in there. I don't know, probably a Lamar gif, maybe a Mark Andrews gif. We'll see. <laughs> Talk about my gifts, damn. At uh, Zachary18, I'm your host. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you uh, so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I will be live every Monday uh, at 5.30 Central Time on the GTD Sports Network. Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, all that. I will be there. Um so yeah, just <laughs> yeah, that's the show. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, and hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And uh, let's catch some tickets today. All right, uh, rider fade. Let's get it. Thank you all so much for listening. Peace out.